Well, uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is your Anime Degens episode 48 of the BS Hour. Guys, remember to make sure to rate us. It's the best way to support us and tell your friends as well. Uh, we're big on word of mouth. We're also on social media, pushing things out for you guys. So if you have any interesting topics that you would like us to discuss, just let us know. We usually include them, actually. So you're not talking into the little black box. So also um, hit us up in Discord. That's the best way to reach us by far. But we have Twitter, um, linktree.com backslash AnimeDegens. Come check us out. Guys, do you have any news for the people? Uh, no. <laughs> the biggest okay. news I got <laughs> is I'm a champion, bro. That's it. Hey. That's <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that for you. Uh, related to anime, the only news that I saw that even like piqued my interest a tiny bit is that Overlord is getting a movie sometime in 2024. And that's all mm-hmm. I got. Okay. Uh, well, that that's something. That's something. <laughs> the only thing I seen was uh, ReZero Season 3 was announced again for the fourth time. So I didn't feel like that would, you know, be something that we should bring up again for the third time, probably. So... Oh, <laughs> they, they announced that they're already working on the next uh, season of JJK. There's yeah. some news. Yeah, okay, so, there we go. you know, not having news is one thing, fellas, but lying to me is completely different. These are all, <laughs> we're, we're just spitballing right here, bud. <laughs> <laughs> we're just saying, we're just telling people to owe news that people make us believe is new news, you know? Yeah, it's already been out on Twitter. People already know their shit. I don't know what to tell you, man. If, if we are the forefront of how you get your anime news, you gotta get on the God internet, bless. Man. God bless. But shout out to the, those who do use us as a news source. We're very proud of that. So, yes. Back to you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just to give you guys a little bit of insight about our theme for the day on episode 48 of the BS Hour, it's going to be ZOM 100 theme. First, we're going to be doing, just to get you eased into it, our bucket list of the DGENs, and then we're going to be doing a review of the final three episodes of ZOM 100, bucket list of the dead. Guys, I'm really excited about it because I think this is one of my favorite uh, anime from, I believe it was summer of this year. And it kind of got discontinued for a few months. And them releasing it, I believe, on the 21st or something like that, the final three episodes. I thought they were good episodes, so I'm glad I get to sit here and talk to you guys about it. Yeah. But without, def- fur- yeah. without further ado, y'all ready to get it cracking? I think so, yeah. Excellent. So I guess we'll start it out with the bucket list of the DGENs. Um, So to get... Get everybody ready, ready and warmed up for our review of the last three episodes of Zom 100 Season 1. We're going to do a little thing like Akira, kind of. We're going to share what is on our bucket list, the DGen bucket list. Um, So, I guess I'll go first with my first one. We got a few each. And I would I would absolutely love to like learn a couple languages or just maybe even one uh a few that i have on top of my mind is you know japanese which i'm kind of working on that but like i don't want to just learn it i want to be like pretty fluent in it you know so uh i want to be able to like uh talk talk to someone listen to someone and be able to understand kind of what they what they're talking about you know uh all that stuff 
And the second one is nice. kind of like a language, another language. It's coding. Um, I think that would be really That's interesting. I, yeah, I think, I think technically, yeah, <laughs> it's computer there, language, but yeah, it's there a there are uh, more coding languages than I can count. So uh, good luck diving into one. I'd recommend Python. Yeah, yes, Python nowadays. But um, I think it'd be really fun though to learn how to like do coding. You know, and just just a, one or two of the different types of coding languages. So. Well, uh, on on your first part, learning a language, I'm currently doing that. I'm like three lessons into German right now, and uh, it's pretty cool. I can already like introduce myself and like have the beginnings of a conversation. Yeah, um, and, like listening to videos, I'm like, okay, I can actually understand what they're saying now. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but one thing I would suggest is get a tutor. I tried the online things. Yeah, uh, and it's not for me. Maybe it works for other people, or it's like a refresher. Um, so I would, I would go that route, but coding, I had a coding, I had two coding classes in, in college and I'm ass at that. So I got nothing to say about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, go ahead, Dan. Uh, I was going to say, I've, 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 you know, dabbled in quite a few different coding languages and, uh, with my job, I occasionally have to do some, some Linux coding just to get communication going with robots and things like that. And um, God bless you, man. I have no interest in diving <laughs> further into this. There are so many ways I would rather spend my time. Yeah, it's pretty brutal, man. I'm not going to hold you. Um, but I actually did um, learn how to code enough in high school, pretty much copy and paste, but understanding what it was for. We had like a robot competition, like a, a regional robot competition. I had to write code for the robot so we could control it with a remote control. Oh, that's, that's the extent of it was cool, but it it, it was it's it's a lot, but it's rewarding. Very they rewarding. They didn't teach that shit out there in uh, the country school I went to. You know, the the most we got was the web page, uh, web page making or whatever. So wow, I had welding. <laughs> well, we had that too. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, technology wise, you know, uh, we okay. Our, our only class was like uh we done like the topping class, but it mm -hmm. also had like the um, you know, making a basic web page or whatever uh combined into that class. So, I took that. So, oh, okay. um I didn't learn a whole lot in that class though. So, did you use that? Yeah, to to get to a decent school, I had to be a magnet student. And I had to be in like the engineering program at the high school. So that's the only reason I was, I got shoehorned into that class. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I guess that's, that's one of my bucket list things. Um, I'm like I said, I'm casually working on the Japanese thing. Uh, I haven't even started on the coding thing. Um, I think to make and real noticeable improvements would probably need a tutor. Like you said, but right now I'm just chilling. I'm just, Learning with my little book, so that's pretty cool, though. That's awesome. <laughs> um, I'll go next, and mine is to kind of like just see the world. Uh, I got some specific places I want to travel to: uh, Egypt. I'm planning to go to Japan uh, either next winter or in, in the spring there, and then I, I got to hit South America up. Um, probably Brazil. I find Brazil very interesting. Very large country. So Sao Paulo um, would be pretty awesome, I think. Okay. Yeah. But I think I mean, that's a common one. I think a lot of people want to like travel and go see shit. Yeah. I think, you know, my mind is all kind of around traveling as well. I think it's interesting hey. to pick Brazil because like 
three quarters of Brazil is the Amazon rainforest. So uh, yeah. hopefully we don't end up in that part. No, you go to the cities, dude. <laughs> don't get snatched, bro. <laughs> you go to the beach and stuff like that. Because especially because it's like right now it's December. Well, January now. And it's it's summer there. So it'd be a great winter place to go in the winter. Go jet ski in January. Yep. Yeah, my buddy's down in Peru right now. He was hiking and seeing Machu Picchu and all that kind of stuff. So I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, that's hmm. dope. That's dope. Okay. Awesome. So um, I misunderstood the uh, the assignment here. And um, <laughs> I thought since we were doing the bucket list of the dead, uh-huh. I thought there was a zombie apocalypse going on. So mine is much more grounded around doing shit while surviving. Um, my first one is, uh, quote unquote, get an earth roamer or similar RV. This is basically a like F550 with a house on the back of it that Bro, can drive, can drive through anything. Okay. Uh, they, they cost like a million dollars. So, uh, the keyword there is steal one. Cause yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't got a million, but it's a zombie apocalypse. So like, who's going to stop me? You know? A five finger discount. I love it. <laughs> Dude, go for it. Heck yeah. And uh, that plays into a lot of my other answers. So uh, we'll get to those next. <laughs> yeah. Man came up with a whole plan. <laughs> I, I kind of like Dan's list because, like, me and Bass, we're just doing our thing over here. And Dan is like, it, it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. So <laughs> it aligns more with Zom 100. That, so I appreciate that, Dan. <laughs> As I was telling the boys before this, I'm like, if I had to make a bucket list um, during a uh, zombie apocalypse, then mine would be one thing and that would be to not die. So <laughs> that's it. But. I guess uh, my second thing, though, is go to Super Bowl and watch my team play slash win. And my team has always been the Colts. So, um, for one thing, you know, obviously money is a big factor here, uh, let alone just having my team actually go to the playoffs. I mean, the Super Bowl. The playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs too. I mean, we're probably gonna go this year, but probably gonna lose in the wild card. But yeah, GG's. Um, but now that Peyton Manning is gone, like I don't expect to be in the Super Bowl anytime soon. I mean, I got hopes and dreams that every year that we will get to the Super Bowl, but like it's just like basically just throwing a rock out there and hoping it hits, you know? So. Yeah, I'm. I just like realized something that I'm sitting here with some super duper privileged ass football fans holy <laughs> shit <laughs> no talk to dan dan okay yeah a, yeah dan yeah. No, yeah we i mean mr <laughs> mr super bowl with tom brady over here yeah, but you had peyton manning you were like in the afc yeah. championship almost every year battling them yeah thanks yeah. to dan's I'm a panthers team fan. i'm a panthers we- fan sir <laughs> sorry yeah, thanks Ooh, to Dan's team, we never could make it that far usually. So, some a little happier than others. Some a little bit more privileged, but you know, <laughs> at least y'all got some Super Bowls. You know what? You don't pick where you're born, but damn, I was lucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that 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 would be something fun for me to do. Uh, uh. 
you know, I, I don't feel like a lot of normal people get to actually go to Super Bowl because uh, it just costs an insane amount. Even if you did get to go, like, it would be probably nosebleed tickets. And those is, like, probably, like, a year's worth of salary, right? No, okay. no, no. I, I, think, I think the nosebleeds are still, like, a couple of grand just to get in the fucking door. Get in uh, price yeah. is roughly eight grand. So I really hope you make more than eight grand a year. Eight oh, grand yeah. to get in the door yeah. is nuts. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was, like, five or four to get in the door. Fuck um, that, dude. Like, yeah. go to the Super Bowl would be cool, but there's so many more cool things you can do with that much money. But, like, you can go, I mean, you can have a Super Bowl party with your friends, but I think going to the Super Bowl would be cool. Just to say you went. Yeah. Especially if your team wins when you're there. Come on. Yeah. And then, like, it, the whole atmosphere lovely. of the city. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope, though. Yeah. yeah I mean, you, in, there's Vegas only. Here, right? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were planning, I have a work trip to Vegas coming up. And uh, one of the dates they put out was Super Bowl Sunday. And we were like, bro, no. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? Why would we do that? <laughs> Pay attention. What the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> but yeah, I guess uh, that's my second one. What uh, I think is a bass. Bass is yeah. What's your second I'm up. one? I'm up. This one's pretty interesting. I don't know if you guys were expecting this, but like to create one studio quality song. Um. I, I was on the cusp of making a music video with like a voiceover in college. Um, just couldn't get everybody together that needed to be in it or I wanted to be in it. So we never actually shot it. But I think it would be cool to just create a song, um, have some help from like some songwriters and then have an engineer in the studio would be, I think it'd be a dope process just to see how it all works. And it doesn't have to be a great song, but like high sound quality, I think would be, would make me happy. Imagine if I can make a banger, boys. Dude, I mean, the fact that one of the most popular songs of last year was about a dude who took a walk to Poland. I think you can handle some good lyricism on that front. <laughs> I, I did like that song, though. <laughs> Shout out little, little Yachty. Shout out Lil Boat. It was, um, it was a beggar. <laughs> yes, yes, it was really good. But I, yeah, I think I could pull it off. Um, it would take me a while to, to, to get some good lines going. But yeah, it would be fun. Bars. Yes. Uh, Have a feature from one of the boys? Hell yeah. Yeah. So like what what genre would you like want to uh like create? You know what I mean? Like well what's your preferred uh So I listen style? a lot of people say this. I listen to all types of music. If you get in my car, you're gonna go for a ride. <laughs> um literally and figuratively. But I, I like I will want to create a rap song, but I feel like R and B would be so much more fun. I feel I feel like you could bang out an R and B song, you know, yeah, and that's what I'm have saying. the ladies, you know, swooning over you. Super easy. <laughs> I, I feel like rap is like a little bit of a layup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Although I think I do think I could spit some bars. Um been known to drop some heat every once in a while. But uh yeah, R and B I think would be a lot more fun to make. I feel like with TikTok too, uh, like the rise of TikTok, like that would be uh, like you you could get lucky, you know, and actually hit a break on TikTok. I know like a lot of people do that nowadays, you know, so and then that could like, you know, help you out in your uh, studio quality song journey because that would just skyrocket you towards that. True. It's all about the luck, though, I guess. Yeah, I mean, depending on how old I am when I make this, like if I'm like about late 50s or something like that, I think it would be funny to do a rap album. 
a rap song. <laughs> but right now, I'm, I'm going to stick with R&B. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like that. So, awesome. Dan, what you got for us? So my next one, uh, this is something I've always wanted to do, um, and I've just never done it. I've been an avid fisherman for a long time in my life, but I don't know how to fly fish. So I would like to learn how to fly fish. Um, I feel like, you know, with me and my Earthroamer RV, I'd get to go to a lot of cool places for fly fishing, and uh, that'd be fucking tight. It would be. It would be. Um, I got offered to, to go fly fishing, I think, a couple of months ago, and I was like, I just don't even know where to begin with this. I set that one out. But maybe I should have went. I think it'd be fun, dude. And, like, that's, like, the most tranquil, like, thing I can imagine. It's just, like, knee-deep in the water and some waders. The birds Slinging. chirping. Slinging. Hell yeah. It seems like a lot of work, though. Like, slinging it over and over and over to get it farther and farther out or whatever. And then just reeling it up and doing it all over again. Like, well, my arm would be dead by the end of the day. Well, so, like, <laughs> I bass fish. I don't, like, catfish or, like, go for anything where you just, like, throw something in the water and sit there. Like, when I bass fish, I'm out on a kayak, like, paddling to where I think there are fish and throwing lures at it and trying different stuff and all that kind of stuff. So, I'm, like, pretty active with fishing. I... Don't ask me to sit on a boat and just throw something over and sit there for an hour while something bites, you know? Yeah, I'm the same way. I like trout fishing, and you got to be pretty active. Not as active as, as what you're talking about with the kayak, but you got to be a little strategic and have good uh, good cast control. So I, I, am, I am those uh, cat fishermen uh, right here. So. <laughs> hey, man. I, I love that, too, though. I, I, yeah. I grew up catfishing. Yeah, dude. Throw, throw a hot dog on a hook. Throw it out in the water, and then you hold it up with a couple of rocks, so when it falls over, time to reel it in. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> I don't think I've used hot dogs like that much. Uh, like one of my main things is uh, like flavored chicken, chicken breast, uh, mm. like strawberry Kool Aid uh, mixed into like chicken breast, like cut up chicken breast. Uh, like cats love it, bro. They just absolutely love it. But if you got any, like bluegills or bass in there too, they they probably gonna try to get it as well. So interesting. Yeah, I've done the Kool Aid. We did a lot of the hot dog. I ain't gonna hold you. We did a lot yeah. of the hot dog down there in Greer, South Carolina. Yes, sir. It's just hard to keep it on the hook, you know, after the first cast or whatever. Especially if you got bluegills in there, like they eat that shit off so fast, you know. <laughs> so, but excellent. So what, uh, what you got for us, Tyler? Oh, uh, let's see. My third one is going to be, yeah, y'all kind of hit on it already, but like, I'd like to like travel a little bit too. Um, you know, Japan would be really fun to see, see, you know, I've watched like live streams, like RL streams or whatever of them. And obviously we're big fans of anime here at the DJ's headquarters. Um, but I feel like it would be really fun to go over there too. And like, experience it firsthand and stuff and like just not only that like just to go to other countries as well i don't really know of any off the top of my head um you know maybe rome you know everybody's thinking about rome so maybe we go to rome yeah uh, I, I um uh i've heard a lot of people say like you have to go to rome before you die that yeah um Istanbul. I want to go to Japan too. Like I said, link. Let's link up and talk about the trip that I'm maybe <laughs> taking in 2025. Um, but I think Japan just would be like so different. Uh, 
a you know a quiet bustling city seems very interesting to me because i lived in new york for a period of time new york city for a period of time um but yeah there's just a few places you get you gotta go right uh, i yeah. understand and you know one of the biggest things about that though is you know um i'm, I'm from a small town whatever you know uh, which may have something to do with it but uh you know i don't really i've never flown on a plane like I don't, I'm kind of scared to fly on a plane, you know, all that good stuff. So that would be something that I would have to, you know, get over, I guess, before I could do, do, do those things, which, um, yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people has that fear as well. Uh, I guess, I guess it's a common thing. So I don't know. I'll go ahead and tell you, it's <laughs> like just being on a bus, but in the sky. Other than takeoff and, and landing, like it's it's literally no different. You get tossed around every once in a while, but doesn't it, it's probably only happened on maybe five of my flights. Turbulence is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, so it's it, I don't think it's anything to be afraid of. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get on planes all the time for work. I think between November and now, I think I've been on fifteen to eighteen planes. Yeah. It's, so it's cake, it's, dude. Yeah. The worst part of getting on a plane is. Dealing with the people. airport shit. <laughs> the other people at the airport. That's <laughs> that's what sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And but like once you get pre-check and you get all that shit squared away and you just kind of walk right in, you go grab a beer and then you get on a plane. It's 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 kind of it's simple. pre pre-flight beers hit hard for some reason. I don't know why, but I swear to god they put more alcohol in the beers. <laughs> I I I think it's altitude. I'm sure, it I'm sure it is. <laughs> I think it's the altitude. I'm sure it is. Um but yeah, I definitely feel like the airport beers always hit hard. Even if I'm just sitting there, they, they hit, they hit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty interested in it. Uh, like I said, uh, the plane part, you know. Uh, yeah, you'll get over it pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Have you been on a bus? Uh, no. I've well, every time I've went somewhere, it's always been driving. So me driving or somebody else driving. So. Oh, like the school bus? Except for school bus, you know, obviously. So yeah, Same shit. Yeah. You just Honestly, get your own seat. Yeah. Yeah, a little comfier, and you get to wear a seatbelt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's literally just like being in a bus in the sky. Um, okay. Yes. But uh, I'll go ahead and tell you guys my mind's pretty simple. Um, something I don't want to do, but it's not time permitting right now in my life. Just get good at woodworking. I feel like that'd be a very satisfying hobby uh, for a 60-year-old bass. Just back there in the shed, chilling, drinking a brew, and carving some fucking wood. You talking about like with like with a knife or like you talking yeah. about like full-scale shit? Not like full-scale. I think more like with a knife. I'm not I trying to do all that chainsaw shit. Oh, no, no. He's, I think he's talking like a lathe. Like you want like, to make a bowl? Oh, a lathe, a lathe. yeah, like small yeah. things, like lathes, well, like yeah. saws, like lathes, saws, chisels, things stuff, like that. You know? Yeah. Or if it's more like a whittling, whittling type deal, you know. Probably start off whittling, and if I continue, you know, if I stay with it, I'd probably get a lathe and shit like that. That'd yeah. be fun. My sister's got a lathe and a CNC machine, and she does all that shit, and it's really Fuck cool. Yeah. Fuck like, yeah. Her Christmas presents are always dope. Like this year, she's making me. Um, I haven't gotten it yet because she wasn't as Christmas, but she was making me uh, like ski trail signs, like handmade. Oh, cool! To hang up in my house. So yeah, we've gotten bowls in the past. She's made pens. She's done a bunch of shit. Yeah, I gotta get in on the pin game. 
You do need a little space, though. I don't see a workshop anywhere in your uh, in your house. Well, I mean, this this is this is a rent. Well, this is gonna be a rental. You know what I'm saying? We'll we'll find a place with a shit. Don't worry about that, but I got that. I know, I know. Like when I when I was going to school, uh, one of the classes I took was wood shop, woodworking, or whatever, and it was it was actually a really fun time. Uh, you know, we we I built like multiple things i built like a potato holder thing i built like a sign plaque type thing with like the routers and shit like it was all really fun it was it was fun to build them and you look at the finished product and you're like shit i just built that you know it, it's actually useful and looks pretty decent and so i i, I get what you're saying right you know i i get kind of what you're going for there it's really nice Definitely. I'm just imagining Bass making like 50 birdhouses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, birdhouses are nice, you know. Yeah, birdhouses, pins, little little tiny uh, bears, all kinds of shit, dog. Oh, I've always wanted to make the big chainsaw bears. That, that would be fun, but I, I think that's a little too much for me. It, it is not on my bucket list, but it it is on my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> Well, awesome. So my next thing on my bucket list is to travel to all 50 states and see all the national parks. So um, I've hit a lot of the states already. Like I'm probably 30 states in, I want to say. But I've only been to one national park. And um, me and my Earth Roamer would have a fun time driving around the country and checking out all the national parks. The only ones I've been, the only one I've been to is the Badlands National Park. And um, I'd I'd like to see more. You know, I think nature is beautiful, and uh, that would be a lot more fun to me and a better way to spend eight thousand dollars than going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm looking at pictures of these Earth Roamers, and I I, I want one myself now. This thing's pretty hey, badass looking, dude. It's hey, my truck uh, camper on steroids. Yes, yes. It's like a freaking tank, bro. Yeah, it could easily handle a zombie apocalypse, dude. 95 gallons of diesel, 100 gallons of fresh water. Wow. Nice. Nice. I have a feeling like this, the, the, the start and stop uh, um, would be kind of rough, though, with that much uh, liquid rolling nice. around big in breaks. it. Big breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty fun though. Uh, I always like the national. Like it, it's it's a different feeling being out there in the parks. You know, out there in the wilderness. Uh, you know, it's it's just peaceful. It's just so calm. So, but yeah, uh, that's all I got. Yeah, excellent. Uh, excellent. So is that is that all we got, boys? Before we move on to Zom 100. Yeah, I'm down. Let's get to Zom 100. Now let's do it. Uh, Daniel, you, that is me. You, All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. I thought we had more things on our list, so I thought uh, we were going to okay. keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to talk about my my zombie free homestead. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do it. So next, we're going into the Zom 100 finale. We got episodes 10 through 12. Uh, they were called Let's. Oh, sorry. Nope, nope. That's not the names. Uh, we got the same <laughs> opening. Uh, let's congratulate uh, our opening again for winning a DG. Song of the Dead. 
certified bop of 2023. Yeah, and looking uh, at it again, like watching it again when, while I was watching this stuff, I was like, damn, this this really was the winner. Like the just the visuals and like the animation, like it was very unique. I I enjoyed it again. So yeah, I thought it was it was pretty boppy, the yeah. boppiest even. Well, awesome. So uh, episode nine left off with the gang arriving at um, Akira's rural hometown where he tries to repay his parents for all that they've given him. While this is happening, Kanta and his gang plan to release a horde of zombies upon the peaceful village. So getting right into episode 10, um, we see Akira getting dreadlocks. He's getting dreaded up. This is um, something that was on his bucket list. And... um. Again, as a white guy, I would never get dreadlocks. And I'd like to ask our resident um, black guy how he felt about <laughs> a Japanese dude getting dreadlocks. I I was um, almost completely against it. Um, but, I, I, you know, if he got some good dreadlocks, you know, more power to him. I actually Googled p- pictures of Japanese people with dreadlocks. Wasn't as bad as I was, I was thinking, to be honest with you. Uh, but... Was not expecting this. I was like, bro, dreads? Why Why is that on your list? Like, why did that even cross your mind? But it is a pretty cool hairstyle. Um, I used to have dreads myself, like, by down to my shoulders. In a former life. But, yeah. <laughs> so good for Akira. I mean, I'm going to have to agree with Akira's dad on this one. He looked dumb as fuck. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Farmer dreadlocks is a no. I was kind of hoping that the dreadlocks would go away after the first episode back, but they did not. So no, they stayed. <laughs> they stayed, yeah, for a little while. They, yeah. they they'll fall out eventually. Yeah. So. So during this whole dreadhead scene, we had um, one of the girls who was basically a refugee who also came to the village, and she worked on a movie called song of the dead and they were working on the sequel this is a zombie movie and they were working on the sequel when they were attacked by the actual zombies so how fucking ironic is that voice yeah uh, imagine doing makeup for a zombie and another zombie bites your fake zombie would be crazy i can't imagine like how like confusing it would be to be on like a zombie set or whatever and actually have zombies start attacking. Like at what point do you finally realize, Oh shit, this is, this is not fake, (laughs) you know? So yeah, they were a little too in character for that movie set. (laughs) 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 But while this is going on, uh, each member of the crew starts helping out the village in their own way. Uh, Shizuka is mistaken for a doctor, so it kind of goes in her backstory a little bit. She wanted to be a doctor when she was older, and like her mother, and she had done some research and things like that. So she knows basic survival medicine, so she is actually helping out the villagers. Uh, Kencho's out in the fields, working his ass off, and B is learning about the water mill and how they generate electricity for the village. Um, one of the girls said from during this whole scene with the dreadheads said she liked living in the village because the resources are limited, unlike the city. Uh, what did you guys think about that? Because I kind of vibe with that heavy. Yeah, I, I thought it was really interesting that she like pointed that out. Uh, I think she meant like 
people have to work together to get by. And so you have like a sense of community, maybe. Um, where like in the city, like I, I, there's more people, obviously, but I feel like it's easier to feel uh, like closed off from other people when there's so many people. That's yeah. what I think she meant, you know? Yeah. And also like, you know, when you don't have as much of one thing or much of these resources or whatever, you tend to value them more um, as well. Um, and that's, that's a different way of living, uh, you know, uh, compared to taking things for granted and stuff like that. So, uh, some people like that more, you know, to be able to value that, you know, not take things for granted. So as well. True. true. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's a good point. I think a lot of people do take things, especially their food for granted. Yeah. Um, people eat chickens and cows and they've never, you know, done their own business killing their own food or growing their own produce and i think that's something that everybody should have to do at least once just to have respect for food you know yeah definitely i mean i grew up in a really small town and like my mom was a hairdresser in that town and she would randomly just come home with a dozen eggs like oh somebody gave me a dozen eggs after i finished cutting their hair or like my neighbors if they got two and two they got a few bucks this year they would end up just giving us some food because my dad was a shit hunter. So they'd give us a bunch of venison and <laughs> yeah. like just stuff like that. Like it's cool to see the community give back and how you can give back to your community. So I definitely vibe with that. You know, I definitely prefer the small town feel and knowing people there are its downsides and small towns are probably the worst for gossip you'll ever see. Yeah. Oh everybody, everybody knows everybody, but I think the benefits outweigh that, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. You just got to be on your P's and Q's. You you go down a damn road and uh, people out on the porch be like, oh, well, there goes Tyler again. Wonder where he's going. And you get on the <laughs> phone and call somebody. Well, you see Tyler going down the road today. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he's doing? I don't know. <laughs> Daily life of Tyler up in a uh, small town, Kentucky. So how about you mind your business, old man? <laughs> <laughs> We also learned that Higarashi, who is the baddie in this whole ordeal, went to college with Akira and Kensho and became a neat. And I'm glad you guys looked this up because I wasn't sure what a neat was. It's no education, employment, or training. So a, a bum. A yeah. bum. That's what a we bum. call a bum here in the States. Not a homeless person, just a bum. <laughs> Uh, and his motivation for destroying the village was that he hated how happy Akira was at school. And he was jealous of the way that Akira was always smiling on the day when he hated his life. So I thought it was interesting that they brought this back. We got a flashback with Higarashi first met Akira and Kensho. And he just didn't like him because they didn't seem like they had a care in the world. And Higarashi's world was the polar opposite, you know? Yes, yeah, he was a miserable old mother effer. Uh, I, I was the one that actually looked up what neat was because they weren't going to get that one past me. Uh, mm -hmm. Y'all know I'll, I'll stop the anime and, and, and get the research. And um, but I found it really interesting that I don't know if other countries have it, but at least Japan they have an acronym for bums. Um, what, what did you What did you guys think that this says about their society? Yeah, I mean, Japan is a very like closed off society personally like we talked about how we wanted like we enjoyed small town life and all that kind of stuff but in japan like in your major cities like tokyo 
you don't have any of that. And I think it's pretty crazy that they have a, a much more polite term than bum for this. But these, <laughs> these are the guys you see in anime all the time who are, are shut-ins, like trash all over their apartment, things like that. And um, just the fact that they have a name for it that's polite is pretty crazy, in my opinion. Yes. I wouldn't say it's polite, though. Yeah. Um, it's, well, it's still really rude, but... It's better than calling him a lazy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would rather be called a bum or a neat, dude. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I was, like, thinking, like, I don't know. Like, it's it just interesting that they have it, and, like, maybe, like, I don't know how they are. I've never been to Japan, but maybe they put a lot of seems like they put a lot of value on like advancing yourself and and contributing to society to have an actual acronym for not contributing to society. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, and y'all y'all haven't heard like the the term neat before before this? No. No. Oh, okay. It must be like more in like slice of life type things or something cuz I I've heard it all I've heard it a lot. Uh so um Oh. Yeah, I know like um I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like Mushiko Tensei, like Isekais do it a lot. Um, uh, maybe even like ReZero did it too. Um, I've uh, heard like the the Apple actual Japanese term. They don't. A lot of them specifically don't say neat from what I've watched. You know, since oh. we've been doing the show. Because I know there's <laughs> another term for like a shut in or somebody yeah, like a neat, but I had yeah. the first time I actually heard neat. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I've heard it. Like I said, I don't know where I'll I've heard it from, but I have heard it quite a bit. Um, but it, it is kind of interesting that J- Japan has a term for this. So it just, you know, it makes me it makes me feel. Like I've always thought like maybe there's a lot of people like that, and that that's a way of looking down on, on them. You know, too. Because, you know, Japan also kind of looks down on, like, weebs or whatever, otakus, or they used to, so. But. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. But, yeah, I think it just says a lot without saying much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then one of the last things we get to see in this episode is Akira talking to his dad. And we got to see his dad open up a lot, a little bit, which is really cool. Um, one of the first things is, you know, we learn why he doesn't want Akira to stay in the village and he talks about chasing his dream and the biggest dream he can have. And he starts to tell Akira what his biggest dream he had was as a child. And it was to be an astronaut and to fucking basically just go to the moon. And I vibe with that heavy because so many people have a childhood dream so large such great aspirations. I thought it was cool that Akira's dad, who's literally just a farmer, was like, bro, I want to go to the moon, man. I want I wanted to Elon Musk that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really cool and like how he was talking about it. Um, especially with Akira. And he was like, Well, I'm a little too dumb to do that, so I farm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, okay. You know, he knows who he is. I, I respect that. Yeah, and also like the visuals of this, that was really good. Um, like all the star shots, the star scenes and stuff, it was really beautiful. So, I'm a Definitely. sucker for a starry, starry sky in anime. Yeah, dude, they always do such a good job on it. But going back to that, like, so we we all had our first impressions of Mister Akira's dad and 
how did like how did that change after you saw him kind of talk about his dream and why he's been such a hard ass on Akira and like kind of pushing him away? How like did your first impression of him change? I don't think so. I, well, I mean, I still think he is like the hard, the hard loving type or whatever. Um, but he also made it clear that he just wants what's best for Akira. So it, he just added on to it for me. Uh, it really didn't change. It just made it clear that he's doing what he thinks is best for Akira because Akira um, tries to do what you know is best for other people. So kind of, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. I I, I thought he was just kind of like an asshole. I didn't really understand him um, because he didn't seem very happy to see Akira in episode nine. And I was really disappointed in that. Um, but to actually learn he's like a very caring person when it comes down to it was pr- pretty cool. Um, and like the only reason like he was, Oh, you know, I'm sure he was like happy to see Akira inside, but he wanted him to be out there chasing his dreams um, and trying to achieve as much as he can for himself. And to learn that's what he really cared about his son doing was pretty dope. So my, my, my view of him changed a lot. Yeah, definitely. I'm kind of in the same boat as Bass. You know, it's good to see that he wasn't just a hard ass. And I think talking about the aspirations he had when he was younger kind of really framed that for me, where he had big goals, but uh, quote unquote, he was just too dumb to do them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been there. I went there with aerospace engineering. I was like, holy shit, maybe not. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I want to do all this work. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Um, Maybe just but, looking at the stars is enough for me. <laughs> I'll just go ride in a plane. Um, but yeah, but I had a complete like 180 on this guy. I thought he was going to be a dickhead. I'm glad he's yeah. not. Yeah, I don't think he was a dickhead. I just thought he was grumpy as all hell, which he was. We find out there's a good reason he's grumpy as hell, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, 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 Bro, yeah. Small towns will do that to you, uh, you know, so all the gossip and shit will make you into that type of man, so. <laughs> Understandable. True. And then the episode ends with the zombie raid starting and everybody can basically, like, make it back to work like they figure out their jobs and stuff like that and uh, akira decides to go back to his parents and he's protecting them while they're in their little house and during that um basically akira's father pulls akira into the shed and goes out because if he dies there like what that's that's not him repaying his family at all so i thought that was really cool yeah i thought that was really awesome of him um yeah, and that was, this was another point where I was like, oh, this guy, he's just a good dude. He's just a good dude all around. Um, but I think I would be upset if my dad did that. This is like, you know, why can't we just, you know, do this together? Yeah, um, I'd be in the same boat. I'd be like, I, we can fight zombies together here. Like, I don't want to lose you. You don't want to lose me. Let's, let's bang this out. Yeah, yeah, I, I can help you. Especially since you got a bad back, you fucker. Yeah. The hero <laughs> was putting in work too, bro. Yeah. yeah, it's like I, I do this. Like this is what I do now, Dad. This is my day job. Where was this damn uh, shark suit at? That's what I was wondering. That's what I was saying. I was expecting to see the shark suit. Well, I was in the RV, and the RV is nowhere near that village. 
I feel like that's something you keep in your backpack yeah. nowadays. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going hiking through a, a woods um, to get to my village, and it's going to be maybe a lot of zombies along the way. Let's pack this super duper handy shark suit that's protected me many times. Let's not. <laughs> I guess I don't think about adding a snorkel and mask into my hiking bag. <laughs> <laughs> this is a zombie apocalypse, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely should have the, the the shark suit on deck at all times. Where's Risk Analyst Girl at? Where's Shizuka at when you need her? Like that should be something in her bag, if not if it's not in Akira's bag. So that is a fantastic point. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just my opinion on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. You guys want to get to episode eleven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it, man. Yeah, so the episode opens up with Kencho looking for the little girl that he befriended, and uh, we find her dog humping a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> this was hilarious, by the way. I was so confused because, like, the, I went back and rewatched this before we started recording, and I didn't remember that. I'm like, what happened to the fucking dog? Like, because <laughs> I watched this last week, I was like, wait, what happened to the dog? <laughs> That's that sounds like Dan. Where's the dog? Yeah. Um, and we also get a bunch of backstory on the villains from Higarashi's crew. Did you find any of them like particularly delusional? Like I don't know, like the how these people are raised and what they're acting at kind of like I don't know how you go from like, oh, I was a you know, a student who won two or top four finishes in nationals in fencing. And now I want to burn down a village and kill everyone. Like I just, the, the jump they made was very irrational to me, you know? So the only one where I saw like a path to this was the man with the terrible relationship with his wife. I've seen people be married for a number of years, say over 10 years and then get beaten down mentally and turn into a completely different person. That's the only one I could see. The other three, I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing here? Like, really? Yeah. Um, like, I, I, we'll I, thought, I thought, like, the worst one, though, um, was the failed cook or what, like, the line cook or whatever. He burnt down, like, a whole establishment. He was like, why are you guys so mad? I lost my job, too. Well, you're yeah. the reason we all lost our jobs. Like, aren't you a little mad at yourself? Like, fuck off, dude. Yeah, I think they done a. They, I think they touched on like pretty common things that happen in real life, though a lot. You know, like with the uh, the cook thing. You know, he it's everybody. It's always everyone else's fault. You know, that's a really common thing. It's yes. it's never his fault. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people have that same issue. You know, the 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 marriage thing. You know. Even though he was so miserable, he never tried to like change it. He was just always like, you know, um, why am I doing this? Why is she acting like this? Well, the reason why she's acting like that is because you're a dog shit husband. <laughs> you could have said human. Her. We would have let it fly. <laughs> why not both? Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm right. glad Kencho hit him with that one. He needed to hear it. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just. Uh, you could see stuff like that happening every day, but like all those things is like, um, you know, multiplied during a apocalyptic, uh, nature, you know? Uh, so that's what, that's why we're here. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, I mean, dude, that creep following Shizuka around the line cook was just that was freaking sketchy. He's like, I just want to shove my tongue down a girl's throat, and you're the yeah. perfect girl. And the way they animated that scene had me like squirming. It was just like a giant pair of lips with a tongue coming out of it. Like, oh. <laughs> it was so gross. It was so nasty. And like Shizuka, like when when he first like came up, Shizuka was like sitting there hiding for the zombies, and then just like his drool. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. I was like, oh. lips, like, oh. Ugh. Gross. But the crazy thing is, like in the in the flashbacks, we he didn't even have like lips like that. And now, that's what was crazy. Yeah. Like well, how did he get did he get Botox? <laughs> Got <laughs> lip injections. It was on his bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Like what 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 happened, bro? Oh my god. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I guess it, as you get more sick and twisted, so does your face, I guess, huh? Yeah, uh, at least in anime. <laughs> uh, I was particularly impressed how uh, Beatrix B was uh, holding off the old fencing, the high school fencing champ or whatever. Yeah, like why the fuck was she using like a leaf? It wasn't even like a chainsaw. It was a like an electric hedge trimmer. <laughs> trimmer. Yeah, <laughs> it's like why is this your weapon of choice, ma'am? <laughs> My my thoughts was like, am I watching Dingy and Kenshin fight right now? <laughs> I mean, if you if you took it and made it as crappy as possible with weapon choices, yeah. <laughs> I guess a hedge trimmer is like a chainsaw, but like the PG thirteen version of it, like the Timu, uh, the Wish dot com shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I ordered a chainsaw. <laughs> but I got this. Hey man, head, electric head trimmers are great tools to have. Let me tell you, <laughs> they are. But I was surprised that uh, it cut one of her blades in half. I didn't. I didn't think they had it like that. You know, it must have been uh, a shitty blade, honestly. So extra heavy duty head trimmer. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to think these are like samurai swords from like a museum. So like God knows how strong they actually are and if they've been like maintained because like you have to I think you have to retemper swords if you want to keep using them in battle. So, you know, if anybody would retemper and take care of these swords, it would be Beatrice, though. That yeah. is true. True. Well, she probably wants her own. She wants her own like Enma action going on. I bet she forged these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> And then I guess to kind of get into episode 12, very climactic ending to all of this. Um, you know, we get back to the flashback again and we kind of see uh, Higurashi in like his upbringing and how tragic his life actually was. So he was like the only member of this crew that I felt for. Everybody else was just a dick, but like he actually had a really shitty upbringing. So like I kind of feel bad for him. He he did. Um up until the point where he was like hating on uh, Akira and Kincho, even at the the college, like just hating on them for being happy was crazy. They even actually invited him out to lunch to go have fun with them, and he like straight up ran away like a little bitch. Um, so yeah, I don't feel that bad for him, especially now that what he's done. But I would have a problem. I mean, I would feel bad for him if he was still a little kid. He's a he's a grown ass man now. Yeah, I guess more of the tragic backstory was tragic for this for this poor poor bastard. Yeah, it was yeah, it was pretty tragic. 
sure but uh during all this too we have i can't remember if this was episode 11 or episode 12 but um akira gets uh basically makeup they turn him into a zombie with makeup to basically free his father from higurashi because all he wanted was akira to be a zombie that's the thing that would make him the happiest which is fucked up but uh going back to our girl in the village who was conveniently a makeup artist for zombie movies they pull a little plan together and they basically dress uh, akira up as a zombie they do his makeup they bring a zombie into the building they kill the zombies and akira runs out zombie mode i was cracking up during this because I was like, <laughs> there's no way they're killing the main character off like that so this has to be a ploy here yes and it was funny as shit dude his zombie walk was so bad <laughs> <laughs> it was. I, I was like, "Is this a cure?" I, I didn't know if they like sent out another zombie or something like that. I was, I was a little confused. Man, I mean, did. a zombie with dreadlocks is that's that's what um, I knew. I just what I knew. I was like, "Okay, this is just a cure." I thought they were tricking him, yeah, in a different way. That, but, that would be that would be really interesting if they did like transform a zombie to make it look like a cure and then send it back out. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> Um, uh, the 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 zombie with uh, the cosmetology girl is giving me great visuals right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, during this whole thing too, one thing that Akira's dad said to him is, "To see you living strong from up in heaven, there's nothing that would make me prouder." And that was Akira's dad saying, "If you know, if I die here and you continue living on a great life, you know, that's all I need to be happy." And with all the introspection here that we've seen from akira on how to you know make his parents proud and help them i thought that line really hit home and um i definitely think that is like a statement that's true in life too most parents just want to see you succeed and if you can do that you know that's all you got to give them so i thought that was really cool yeah i mean i thought that was like something that a real parent would say in that situation that was pretty dope definitely yeah i cried I'm pretty sure during this scene. <laughs> Called it. <laughs> I, had, I had some tears rolling down. I was like, damn, this is this is this is some uh sad shit, so <laughs> definitely. And after the fight, uh Higurashi actually gets bit by a zombie and it just takes the tragic backstory and turns it up to eleven with this. Because we see that all he really wanted to do was go spend time at the pool with his friends. And uh, shit, man, to do all this and that's all you really wanted. That's a shame. Right. Like you're, you're killing people. You're turning people into zombies. And like you could have just gone to the pool or the river or anywhere that wasn't uh, done anything that wasn't killing people. Um, and I thought it was like, it's pretty shitty that, like for him that Akira just read him like a book. He's like, I, you don't look like you're having fun. He was like, shit. He found out. <laughs> I think <laughs> if this is real do, life. It, like it would just make the person even more mad, you know. I yeah, you were dead. I and mean, now, I, you're, now you're telling me about my life. I'd be really <laughs> mad too, but I know at this point I'm turning into a zombie, so I'm just looking back and everything. And I, I mean, Hirashi had such like a, a realistic, like I think that was the most realistic scene we've seen with something somebody being turned into a zombie in this movie or show. Yeah, and also, um, also like Akira, Akira actually tried to reach out to him, um, and kind of be invite him in, and like it's his it's his own damn fault. 
because he he turned it down like he run away so like i like he he has no one to blame but himself in my opinion yes yes he's caused a, caused a lot of pain uh he had an out to not be so lonely he didn't take it unfortunate definitely so um after that the higurashi basically understands that he's dying he's being turned into a zombie and his final like move here was really it was good we saw turn of the leaf i guess he basically uh played decoy and ran away and drew the zombies away from akira and everyone so they could get away and uh, during this they had a really interesting scene where the anime like animators conveyed this scene with him running through the zombies but also him like running to the pool to be with his friends and it ended with him falling into a a river and basically just saying like this is the way i'm gonna go but i thought it was interesting that they paralleled it with his childhood like the way they did i thought it was really cool yes i thought that was a really cool moment made it hit pretty hard um i felt bad for the little boy at this point i started feeling bad for the little boy that higurashi was um and he was just a lost man and was hurting people hurt people hurt people that's real yeah yeah Definitely. So uh, to end the whole zombie uh, outbreak, I guess, uh, the villagers end up escaping with the help of Mr. Kamano, who is the woodworker we met earlier in the season who lives in the forest. Um, after the escape, you know, they were talking and Akira says that anyone could have ended up like Higurashi, especially himself, and brought up, you know, everything he went through while working at the animation studio. So like... Do you think this would be true if, like, there was a zombie outbreak where, like, people with very similar, like, situations would just kind of go the polar opposite way of each other? I think so. I think so. I think some some people, like, uh, I mean, just depending on, like, their character and, like, where they are when something like this breaks out. I, I, yeah, I think so. It's, it's just, how do you take it? You take this opportunity to escape your life? Or it's like, I'm in so much pain right now, I want to inflict pain on other people. Which we see people do that in like their just day to day lives with like little things, right? Yeah, definitely. And that's one thing I was saying earlier when we learned about the backstories is everything gets like amplified, um, you know, uh, in moments like these. Uh, it just gets multiplied and it just becomes like on a whole nother level. Um, yes. You know, people do things that they're not supposed to because they know that. You know, they can get away with it. Who's going to stop them? It's a zombie apocalypse, you know? So uh, it's just, it just makes it even easier for people to go down that path, you know? So true, true. I think, yeah, freedom's very similar to money. I don't think it like changes you. It just uh, amplifies, amplifies. Who, you, who you really are. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I can agree with that. Cool. Well, uh, to really end out the episode now, uh, so the village is being rebuilt. Mr. Kumano, our woodworking sage of the forest here, is helping everybody because he's the only one who knows what he's fucking doing. So they're getting the village built back together, and I thought that was really cool that they're not going to get up and move. They're going to stick the life they know. And during this, we got a really touching scene with Akira by his father's bedside, and his dad looks like he has a fever. He's, you know, not doing well. And earlier, we learned that, quote unquote, from Akira's mom, that he had a lump on his body and they couldn't get to doctors. So, like, we're all like saying, like, holy shit, Akira's dad has cancer. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> nope, nope, he just has hemorrhoids. 
<laughs> this is wild. So this is ridiculous. Like this was such <laughs> a dick move. This is such a dick move by the writer here. Like oh, this shit. is like fucking tragic. Like you're like, oh, but God, his dad's gonna die. Like what's gonna, Kira gonna do? But no, he's just an old man whose butt hurts. Quite literally, <laughs> like. So I mean, they they led us to believe this shit. Like literally, his mom said he don't have long to live either way. He doesn't have much. He doesn't have long. He, you know, when he was attacking the zombies, she literally said that. After that statement, he Old doesn't dramatic. have long to live either way. I didn't yes. know hemorrhoids killed you like that. <laughs> I don't think they do, dog. Um, also, like uh, when Akira was sitting there talking to his father and he was telling him about being an astronaut and whatnot, uh, he, Akira was also like, oh, yeah, dad's lost a lot of weight. He's yeah. looking a lot older than the last time I saw him. He looks a little. But yeah, so they, they did like planted the seeds along the way. And then they're like, nope, hemorrhoids, everybody, hemorrhoids. Well, you know what? I guess if it hurts to take a dump, you want to be—you wouldn't want to be eating as much food as he used to. So, <laughs> another another thing though, did we not see Akira's dad coughing up blood at one point? Maybe he farted up blood. <laughs> I don't know. No, it was like he coughed or whatever, and is and it showed his hand and like it, it was blood, was it not? I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember the coughing of blood scene, but maybe oh, he was maybe he was farting up blood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why would he be coughing up blood over hemorrhoids? That's what I'm saying. Like the, it, it, this is so confusing for me because you know this literally happened in the what episode nine, I guess, because that's when they first met him, and like he literally had blood in his hand after he coughed, and like they, that's when they started leading us to believe that he had something wrong with him and that he was gonna you know die or whatever. Do y'all think they chickened out of his death or him I think dying? So I really do. I think I think that they changed it to make it a happy ending. That's whack. Uh, <laughs> this but, is what the delay was about. This right here, the hemorrhoids. No, I'm sure this is faithful to the manga, but I think it's yeah. just funny that they let us on and let us on and let us on. And they're like, no, nah, we just need some preparation H dog. <laughs> <laughs> Go yeah, get the H. I also think this this probably happened in the manga too, and they I mean, they probably wanted to go that route, and then they, you know, uh, later on, they was probably like, "Oh, well, let's let's make it happier, you know. Let's let's bring it back to happiness, you know. We've been dwelling on sadness for the last uh, two or three chapters, so let's 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 end it on a good note. This arc, so that's yeah, what I, I think happened. I don't think bad death like fits into like this anime very well. No. Yeah. No, definitely not. Because the story would end there. Because like Akira wouldn't be able to leave his mom alone and all that kind of stuff. Right. But uh, you guys want to move on from the butt cream and keep going with the plot? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. So after finding out that Akira's dad just has hemorrhoids, Akira gets kind of annoyed. <laughs> Can't blame him. Yeah. And he decides that he's going to travel the country looking for a way to stop the infection because that's his dad's quote unquote last wishes called that i called that yep you definitely called that i mean i think we all kind of called that like that just made sense you plot. specifically told me no oh <laughs> Damn. where's the receipts at i'll get them I, I should have had them i should have <laughs> had them i think my argument with this is like what the hell is akira gonna do to 
hero yes, pandemic. Yes, that's exactly. You remember now. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. it doesn't mean he's not going to go try. He's just going to find a doctor. <laughs> yeah, doctor she, I mean, Miss Analyst. Shizuka. Shizuka's a doctor now. Shizuka is not a PhD fucking biologist who knows how to fucking eat the Look, zombie equivalent of COVID, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's analyzed it, bro. She knows. She knows. I don't think you understand how much technical savvy and lab equipment is required to synthesize a vaccine. Which, okay, okay. Shizuka got it. Shizuka got it. Yeah, yeah they're, okay. they're they're going there. So, yeah, I I I've never imagined my pharmacist wearing a fucking uh, jacket and a sports bra in the lab. So we got that going. That's that's exciting. That's an exciting <laughs> change. Yes. <laughs> but so the season ends with the crew being inspired to write down a f- bunch more things in the bucket list of the dead. Uh, then they prepare to leave the rural village when they made, where they made a massive difference. So it's awesome to see that this little crew of ragtag now friends are making such a difference in the world. But uh, let's go through and highlight some of these very fun bucket list ideas. Uh, so Kencho added, bring a smile to as many people as possible. And that's based on his uh, reflecting on his time with this little girl who had the dog. So I thought that was awesome. Uh, Shizuka has reignited her want to become a doctor, which is fucking great as well. Uh, Beatrice wants to restore Nippon or Japan for anybody who doesn't know what they actually called Japan back in the day. So it's natural beauty. So step one of that, defeat the zombies. And our boy Akira here wants to ride at ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> Lofty goes, man. Lofty goes. Yeah, and I can't remember who said live in a castle, but I feel like that had to be a curious. It was Beatrix. I it think was? it was Beatrix. Yeah. Okay. One tiny correction: Japanese people still call Jap- Japan Nippon. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm saying it's like the old, old name. Yeah, that's it. the old name. Yeah. 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 I think I think uh, I think humans are like Nippongoons or something like that. So. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. They call Japan Nippon a lot. Nippon a lot in Code Geass. Yeah. But do you guys think that these are some good goals? I mean, like, all of them are great. And then you just see Rod and Ostrich, and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Living the castle is dope. Become a doctor is dope. Uh, restoring the natural beauty is cool. But yeah, Rod and Ostrich is like, why, brother? Why? Why not? Hey. No rules, I guess. Yeah. Do they, people they, even ride ostriches? Like, is that I don't think thing? you can. I don't think you can. They I've have hollow seen bones. it. I've seen it in something, uh, movies and shit. I'm gonna right? Google it right now. I googled it, and um, the don't they do it in Looney Tunes? Oh, shut up! <laughs> it is true that ostriches have or have been written. You can ride yeah. an ostrich, guys. An ostrich can run at speeds of 45 miles an hour, but it is not recommended to ride them. <laughs> you know, they're they're big birds. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't realize how big they are, bro. Oh, they're huge, dude. They're yeah. massive. They're massive. Yeah. Like you would probably have to have like a it's probably like mounting a horse, right? I'm just thinking about chocobos now for Final Fantasy because those are giant. <laughs> That's what ride. I really want to do. Um but yeah, you can ride them. You can go to South Africa and ride them, so it's cheap. To do so, if you can get the okay. plane ticket. <laughs> it's probably dangerous as well. 
Yeah, um, I would advise doing it. Out there where, where the fuck are they going to find an ostrich farm in Japan? <laughs> <laughs> a <laughs> zoo, a good bro. Question. Dude, Maybe they got I'm, one in a zoo. I feel like who's, who's been feeding the ostriches? Oh, dude, the zoos are all zombified at this point. 100%. What if they have a zombie ostrich? What if the ostriches are immune to the, oh. to the disease? Oh, that would give us... We'd just be eating ostrich to build up our immunity, I guess. What if... What More if this terrible is line that would be? <laughs> you know, these can be like the off-road, uh, uh, you know, way to get around. Ostriches, instead of motorcycles and RVs, our gang is just on ostriches. Dude, if I see a Mad Max-like scene in Zom 100 where the four of them are riding ostriches like through like the mountains I'm gonna lose my <laughs> shit yeah well, <laughs> you guys wanna get into final ratings and thoughts yeah yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah for sure who's going first I went I, first with JJK somebody else go for it I'll knock it out I'll knock it out okay, uh, okay. so uh, I thought it was really fun uh, not just the last three episodes but the whole season it's, it's been it's exceeded my expectations. I thought it was really fun. Uh, I think I'm going to go with, I mean, also, it's a pretty good looking anime. Uh, the characters you can like really like attach yourself to, I think. Um, I'm going to give it like a 7-4. Give it a 7-4. I think that's being a little generous, but I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Me, you know, I really love Zom 100. It was pretty fun it was pretty unique uh unique zombie anime uh it had you laughing laughing a lot i felt like or had me laughing a lot um at the like stupid shit they do one of the funniest things i'd seen in this whole show was the freaking the dog humping the chicken thing and uh the little girl nonchalantly saying no dog it's not the time to be humping humping right now you know, that that was like hilarious to me. I laughed till I cried. It was um, good. It was good because <laughs> it just come on that scene. I'm just like, is he doing what I think he's doing? And then the girl literally solidified it and said what I was thinking. And I was like, damn, okay, stop humping. <laughs> yeah, this is not the time. My, um, I had a family member with a dog that just humped this one pillow. Right, <laughs> it was just this one pillow. The pillow was his girlfriend. And they eventually threw out the pillow because it was gross. <laughs> <laughs> but they forgot they had another one of this exact. It was a Pikachu pillow. And they had another oh, one. No. They had another one at their lake house. And they took the dog up to the lake house. And the dog just let go of a lot of uh, pent up uh, mm. emotion. I'm going to put it as. There we go. Okay. Um, so yeah, very nuts. realistic. Very yeah. realistic from this anime about zombies. <laughs> I just I just can't imagine a chicken letting itself get caught by a dog. So that's uh that's that's what was so funny too. So Oh, my dog catches chickens, but she doesn't hump them. She uh cracks her <laughs> neck. <laughs> but uh Oh Millie <laughs> Going back to uh that uh you know, just stupid shit that they do, uh but still at the same time they showcase pretty serious themes but they always come back to the stupid shit uh, which i really like 
Uh, it made me cry a few times, um, mostly in the last couple episodes. Uh, um, it was a pretty happy show overall, exploring like dreams and ghosts, which is fun. Uh, with fun characters, uh, colorful art and animation. Oh, I was a big fan of that. It sucks that we had to wait so long for the like finale, the last three episodes. But after all that, I think I would give it like a solid seven. It, it would probably be a little bit higher if it might be in the eights if there was no like what was it? Uh, um, how many months did we have to wait for this? Like two. Yeah, I'm not gonna knock it for that. Yeah. Um, from what I feel I like it would have hit harder though if we got it all at one time. You know what I mean? Instead of having yeah. to wait in between. I'm sh- I mean, they, they didn't do this on purpose though. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's the thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, something happened. Uh, I mean, this is their first anime. It's Bug Studios, right? Um, yeah, their first films, anime. Yeah. Bug Films. So, I mean, something might have just happened with production and they had to. It was, I think it, was, of, it was a lot of scheduling issues. Yeah, I think it was like the TV uh, network. Uh, it wasn't even their that. issues, I don't think. I think it was TV related. So. Oh, okay. That is, that is right. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was already a couple of times where the it was delayed by a day or a week or something like that while we were... For the Olympics or some shit. The, the freaking yeah. Olympics, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to knock them for that one. <laughs> no, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it, it probably... Like, if we got to sit down and watch all you know 12 episodes back to back from start to finish it would you know it would be fresh in our minds you know it would feel better overall i'm not knocking it for that i'm just saying it would probably be a higher score if you know i didn't have to wait a couple months and not remember everything that happened in the first nine episodes you know so that's fair yeah yeah that's fair that's definitely fair um, I guess I looked at it as if I had watched it all in a row kind of deal. I watched um, a couple of the old episodes, uh, but yeah, you don't have everything fresh on the mind. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm trying to say. It, yeah. it, you know, recency bias would probably bumped it up to, you know, probably an eight for me. So mid eight, but uh, as of right now, it's like a high seven. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. For me, um, you know, this was a really, this was a fresh, a breath of fresh air when we watched it during the summer season. Uh, every other show was very serious and this was just like ridiculous. Um, there were so many moments that just made you laugh your ass off. And it also did a really good job of being funny, but like looking at the darker tragic side of a zombie apocalypse, which I thought was really cool. Uh, the animation was stunning. The opener was an absolute banger. Uh, the characters were all incredibly unforgettable. Like, I, every one of them is so unique, and they did such a good job portraying how unique each character was. Um, the weight didn't really bother me because I knew it wasn't their fault. Obviously, I would have rather have had it released in a row, but just didn't work out like that. And I think I got to go with like a 7-7 seven, seven for, for this. So good job on your first anime, Bug Films. Uh, it was very unforgettable. Heck yeah. And I think this is one of those those anime, especially being 12 episodes that like I put on the put on in the background while I'm doing other things like while I'm walking around. I enjoyed it, thought it was that funny. Um, but yeah, once they get a dub out, I'm definitely probably gonna check that shit out while I'm just bullshitting on the couch. Yeah. And I know I know they got a live action coming out of this, but I haven't really heard anything about a season two yet. Have y'all? No, no I haven't heard I about have. season two yet. No. Yeah. No, I haven't. Oh. I think with how well it was received, though, because I'm pretty sure it was received well besides just us. Um, I could see one coming, no problem. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I, I would, I would love, I would love to see it because, and you know, at the end, you know, it kind of done like a, it done like a, uh, what montage, I guess, kind of deal of like, um, them continuing on their journey while the credits Heck was yeah. rolling. So, um, it would be really fun to see like them get into like the saving the world type thing as their main yes. goal while still having fun. Um, so maybe we'll get I'd have to, to say soon. I'd have to say, like, if this doesn't get a season two, it'd be a tragedy. Yeah. Uh, a, a minor tragedy uh, for, for us. Um, but especially since it's their first show, I definitely. Produced. Yeah. The first show they, they produced is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I definitely think they will make a season two out of this. So great job, Buck Films. I mean, seriously. Didn't know, we yeah. did not know what to expect, but you think, I think you exceeded everybody's expectations. Yeah, I mean, compared to our uh, let's just give it a shot anime from the season before, this was above and beyond ten times better. Yes, than my home hero. Yeah, I was gonna say my home hero? Question mark. Yeah, let, let, let's not put those two in the same sentence. Jeez. <laughs> well, awesome. Hope you guys enjoyed our Zom One Hundred themed episode here with the bucket list of the Dgens, as well as a review of the last three episodes. Uh, make sure to join the Discord at linktree.com slash animedgens. Come hang out. We've got a lot of conversations going on in there. And if you have any topics like just discuss, that's probably the best way to reach us, but hit us up on socials as well. All right, guys, have a happy new year, and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.